Welcome back to Off the Cuff. I'm your host, Danny Lopriori. Uh, I'm back up in this bitch. And I want to know who the president is, babe. I don't think they heard me. I want to know who the president is, bitch. Uh, I held off doing this uh, podcast for like a long time because I wanted to see if we could possibly figure out who the president was going to be. But I think America's just like, fuck it. We don't need a president. We don't want one. Who the fuck are counting these votes anyway? You know what I mean? I always think of it like that. It's like somebody's, uh, you know, they show like the videos of the people like doing it with the mask on. And it looks very old, like old school shit. Like someone's actually going like one, two, three, you know? And I'm just like, yo, where's like the money machine shit that we go, ten racks, ten racks. You know what I'm saying? It's seven o'clock on the dot. I need my votes, bitch, up in this country. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I got a real pretty, pretty stimulus package waiting for me. I pulled up, didn't vote in person, sent it in, and now bitch is counting. I got plans to put my hand on pages I've never seen, girl, you know what it means. They call me D-A-N-N-Y-L-O-P-R. I-O-R-E. Now, bitch, tell me how you want to vote with me. these batters, I apologize. I don't know how people are counting votes. It's wild. I'm anxious as shit. I've been anxious for days. Anxious for days. You know? You know it was great when the election happened, and then it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and you found out, and you text everybody. I swear to God, this is like uh, these votes coming in, or like they're downloading it like... AOL dial-up fucking speeds. Like, Wolf Blitzer's like, oh, this is a, a vote uh, break here. Uh, 86% in Georgia is now moved to 87% in Georgia. I'm like, all right, that's like 5,000, 10,000 votes. And listen, every vote's counting in this election. So, like, I'm super Gucci. Like, that's dope. But it's just like, yeah, I think as people, we've come a long way. Like, yo, we can count faster, yo. Just as people, I know we can count faster. You know what I'm saying? They should have just brought people in off the street, gave them a COVID test, and said, count this fucking batch, and don't fuck it up. I know that's kind of what they did, but get more people, you know? I like how Trump was like, and listen, this isn't going to be like a, uh, a political, like, uh, well, it's going to be, be kind of political podcast, but not like, you know, let's shit on everybody. But like, I will do this. Uh, I like how Trump literally came out and was like, no, stop counting votes. Those votes are doo-doo. They're duty dookie. We don't want those. But then it's like Arizona. And he's like, all right, count those. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're uh, closing the gap in Nevada, Mr. President. He's like, all right, let's, uh, let's count those. Dude. Those ones matter. All votes matter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't even know where I go sometimes on this show. But, like, 
I will say, though, I've been anxious. Like, I've been staying up till 5 o'clock in the morning to see. Yo, whoever that white dude is with the white hair on CNN is fucking filthy on that board, yo. He's filthy. He's so filthy. He's like, all right, let me see this. See that? This might not what you want. Not just saying, listen, don't want to upset the liberals. Don't want to upset the Democrats. Don't want to do that. But listen, if he does do that and he does this and he does that, he'll win. But one second. If he takes one of these from Macomb County and flips it this way, now President uh, Trump is, has a, a narrowing uh, uh, way to get into the presidency. Now Joe Biden does this and does that, wins this congressional uh, d- d- diplomatic vote up here, he wins one of them, he's knocking on the door of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm like, God damn, that motherfucker's smooth. I like that guy. He's nice. He's been my favorite person the entire time uh, on this thing. Um, I like how the other guy, too, like Cuomo's brother, he interrupts that young that young man every time. He's like, yeah, well, if you do, he's like, all right, so like, to explain it to me like I was seven years old. He's like Michael Scott in the office. He like, doesn't understand numbers. But I don't think anybody really understands what's going on these days. Um, COVID, I guess, is is back or it never left. People will do that too. They'll be like, "Hey, they'll be like, yo, COVID's back," and then like one dude's like sipping tea, like off at the end of the bar. He's like, "Never left." I'm like, "Okay." I'm just saying, like the numbers are back up high. He's like, "Yeah, but it never left." I'm like Jesus, okay, God, this guy's fucking morbid. Let's go to another bar. I really don't understand how one state can be stuck on 86%. It's like the entire world lost a Wi-Fi connection. You know, it's just like, oh, my God, like unplug the routing machine for 10 seconds and like plug it back in and let's get these votes fucking coming. You know. But uh, I will say this, if Biden wins. And Trump came out on that first night. It's like, I declare victory for me. Yes. And he loses. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's going to be ugly. And it's getting ugly. Listen, we might find out if he wins Pennsylvania tonight. I'm recording this on Thursday. So tomorrow morning, I doubt we'll know by then. But if we do, you know, all this will be like, you know, nonsense. But. If you win the president, if you're, you know, this has only happened three other times in history that an incumbent president has lost. If he does lose, if he loses, it'll be the fourth time, which is kind of fucking crazy to me. Now I think about it too. It's like, uh, maybe they're like attached to wars, maybe a lot of them. So it's like, we don't want to switch everything up so much because we're over here maybe, or I don't, I don't know. But like for that to only happen four times, I would have thought that would have happened more. It's like, yo, this guy kind of sucks. Or this guy was, I don't really like this guy. This guy's making me pay too much money. Something. But apparently it's only happened three other times. I think I'm smart enough to know that. Um, and is that the actual address of the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? I want to look that up. Let me see. Um, <laughs> I don't have internet. This is great. This is great. Um. So listen, I know a lot of you guys are dealing with anxiety over this election. A couple of tips that I've used to kind of keep my head on straight is I limit myself. This was after the initial election. Everybody was going to watch election day. That's what you do. That's if you voted 
or if you're if you have a say or if you care about the country and who's going to lead it, you're going to watch that. So everybody watch that. Now, these following days that have been there for me, I've only limited myself to one hour of CNN. Um, because I know that my phone will get texted. Whoever wins, I can't watch CNN for that long, especially when nothing is happening. And Nevada's like, yeah, we are. We might know tomorrow, dog. And Pennsylvania's like, I don't know. And Georgia's like, yeah, come back later. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't like, I can't, I can't, I can't like do it over and over again. So I, I, what I would suggest is take a little time from CNN and do something you really like, like read a book. I don't prefer books. I hate books, but I'm just saying, if you like to read a book, read a book or walk your dog. I walked my dog yesterday. Uh, today it rained like a motherfucker here. So there were no walks. Um, you know, find something else to do with that time because one, you might not be happy with the result, no matter what side you're on. Okay. So like you're already leading yourself up for like a bummer kind of, there's other things that are more important in our day to day lives. Just like taking time to meditate, uh, exercise, which I'm trying to do. I keep putting it off, but I'm going to do it. I swear. I promise everybody here. Okay. You know what? Let's make a deal. All right. I will lose 10 pounds in the next month. Okay. If I don't, if I don't, I'll give a hundred dollars to a random patron on patreon.com slash OTC pod. Okay. The cheapest tier is five bucks. So if I don't lose, uh, 10 pounds, in a month, I'll take a picture of my weight. I'll put it up. Um, if I don't lose 10 pounds in a month, I will give $100 Amazon Kish to a patron. Okay? Um, and that's a bet. What's today? Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, the date is the 5th. It'll be the 6th. 6, 6, 6, 6. All right? So we'll do that. How about that? How's that sound? Okay? Sounds good to me. Uh, next thing. Other thing that I've been doing, too, is talking to people about non-election stuff. It's been nice to just have a regular conversation. You know what I'm saying? Between if you're exercising, reading a book, you know, doing work. Work helps. Work is helping me right now. Even though I'm talking about it, kind of forget about it and stop crunching the numbers in my head, you know. They got motherfuckers trying to do math and shit. I haven't been in a math class for like 15, 16 years. I don't know how to do percentages, dog. I just don't. So I'm not going to do it. But I will say the one thing that I am going to take away that is a positive for everybody on both sides of this country from this election is how many people got out there and voted. Or how many people sent in their mail-in ballots. To see Americans care about who is going to be the next president of the United States is a step in the right direction. I don't care if you're on one side or you're on the other side. Americans should be proud of each other for getting out there and voting. That is a huge, huge deal. See, some people don't vote. I don't get it, but it's your right to not vote. 
So I, I, I personally don't get it. I'm not judging. I just don't get it. So my father always voted. So he instilled to me, he's like, you have to fucking vote. All right. So I had to do an absentee ballot. I got it in super late. Uh, but, I, you know, hey, everybody's late now. Um, I didn't get it in late. I got it in on time, but late for the on time. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, that's something for this country to be proud about is that as a nation, we came out during a pandemic to let our voices be heard. And they're still being heard throughout the country. Um, that's an amazing thing. I think it's an amazing achievement of the American people, especially what we're dealing with COVID, you know, going up or the, as the guy at the end of the bar would say, never left. Ding. How did guys spit and spit cans and make that sound? What is in your spit? Ding. Ding. I want to know. And that motherfucker's accurate. Those motherfuckers are accurate. Um, and, and again, listen, you know, what we're going through right now as a country, it's fucking crazy. Um, you know, no matter who wins, shit is going to get crazy. If I could just say anything to anybody listening, please don't hurt anybody or do anything stupid when these results come in and we find out who the next president of the United States is. Um, I'm one of those people who believes in the right to protest. I, but I, I, obviously it's, it's a, it's a right, but there's people whose businesses have already been put through the ringer because of COVID, you know, let's not lose sight of what's important here. You know, nobody should have to die over this because it's just not worth it as, as a nation. And, as people, we shouldn't be killing people, I, regardless. I'm not for capital punishment. Some people are. I am not. Uh, I am just not for the idea of one person killing another person, especially when it's avoidable. Um, it's scary. And, you know, th listen, different people have different lives in this country. You know what I mean? And some more people are more upset than others. And I understand that. But think of your families, you know. Uh, and just, you know, try to do what you think is the best thing to do. I'm not saying don't go out there and march and let your voice be heard and, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you know, just don't hurt people that don't need to get hurt. That's all. Um, I've been down here in Florida, which, uh, voted for Trump. I did not vote for Trump. Uh, I voted for Biden. Uh, I think most people know that I'm a Democrat, a Democrat, or as Republicans call us, libtards. Um, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, so they might be onto something there. But uh, you know, um, and I and I also have friends who voted for Trump. You know, and it's it's a very very touchy subject amongst those friends that I know that voted for Trump. We don't talk about politics. Cause it's just not going to be the right. It's just not. But I always ask myself, it's like, yo, like would this person still be friends with me in like a month from now? Like I sent something out and, and that was another thing that made me anxious too was like, yeah, I can't even like talk to certain friends today, you know? 
a lot of friendships are going to end over this shit. I'll tell you that right now. A lot of people will not be friends with each other in a long, short while. Um, because it's going to get ugly before it gets pretty. That's just the, the, the factoids. Um, but like I said, the one positive thing that we could look at right now instead of the numbers, if we don't find out a winner by tomorrow, uh, 7 a.m., listen, as people, we came out and did something which is wild, especially under these circumstances. Everyone should be proud of themselves for going out and voting. Um, one thing I do want to say uh, is I love everybody, bro. I love everybody. There's no, I don't really know if there's anybody that I genuinely hate. Like, there's motherfuckers I don't like. Like, that's for sure. Like, I don't like this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But most people, you have one shot at my heart. If you land it, you're in there. If you don't, you're, it's Costa Rica for you. You know, I'll still be cool to you. I'll dap you up and shit. But like, I ain't, I ain't rocking with you. My name ain't gonna be in your phone and shit. Straight up. But I do think this is going to show how easily other people. Winning an election can ruin my friendship with this person or that person or ruin your relationship with your own family. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, these people can't control my life like that. I can't let them do that. You know what I mean? It's like, yo. And. You know, it, it's uh, it's tough. It's really tough. You know, it's a very, very, very weird situation. You know, you have some people will be like, hey, you have a friend who's voting for Trump. Who do you think all the KKK people are voting for? P Trump. So your buddy votes the same as the KKK. And I'm like, all right, but I'm sure on either side, both sides, there's some weird shit, weird people voting for motherfuckers, too, from over here. I don't know. But it's just a scary situation that two white dudes are going at it in a presidential election. And my Puerto Rican Italian ass has to figure out, oh, can I be friends with this guy? People are going to judge me? Can I be friends with this person? You know, some people are going to go all the way. It's be like, Yo, how can you be friends? And, and, and it's like, it's the comp company you keep around. You. I'm like, hey, man, we just talk sports when we hang out. You know? Everybody loves baseball for the most part. You know, it's scary, dude. It's scary. Like, I'm not worried about this election. I'm worried about the aftermath of it because it's going to get weird. And hopefully not. Hopefully it stays like super Gucci and like people are nice to each other and they high five in the streets. But I fucking doubt it. I highly doubt it. And that makes me super anxious as well. So even after the election, I urge you guys to find something productive to do other than be consumed by the media and be consumed by arguments, be consumed by social media be 
uh, antagonized by friends. Take time for yourself during this entire thing and ask yourself to get better. Test yourself. Test your limits in terms of what you can take and what you cannot. You know, be willing to get yourself out there but also stay in there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, I'm going to go outside of what everybody's doing right now. I'm going to focus on me right now. You know what I'm saying? Find something for you to do in this time period and in this conundrum. I think that's a word. Conundrum. And figure some shit out about yourself. And then you can go from there. But, you know, don't let this thing consume you so much, man, because... I've known people who've lost sleep. I've lost sleep over this election. Uh, everybody's losing sleep over this because people want to. People want to know. We're Americans. We're fucking impatient fucks. You know, we want everything now. And I'm one of them. I want everything now. Postmates, I get the 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 express delivery every time because I can't wait an extra fifteen minutes. I paid $3 extra to get shit 15 minutes faster. What? Something's fundamentally wrong with this country. Something needs to change. You know who should run for president? Barack Obama. He should just try to run again. Sneak in there. Let him come out. Him. You know what they should do? They should do like a Champions League where like George Bush runs against Barack Obama. Fuck the eight-year rule. We're bringing it back. You know what I'm saying? Mike Tyson's going to fight Roy Jones. Let's get fucking Barack Obama to go against George Bush and let them go at it. You think this race is tight? That's weird, too. Like, the eight-year thing. It's like, hey, it's like, hey, you could do this job, but it's only for eight years if you're lucky. And then what else? What, what do they do? Everybody that's ever been the president, they go, they be the president. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Then they leave. Then they write a book. And then they charge colleges $700,000 for them to speak. Not a bad gig. You know what I'm saying? And another thing, too, is like, I always looked at Barack Obama, too. Like, oh, this dude is smooth as shit. But that dude killed mad people, bro. You know, but it's looked at differently. It's like, you know, I'm going to send the army in there and we're going to blow shit up. Or I'm going to send these motherfucking black drone shits, these bomber jets. I'm going to blow shit up. You know? And then, like, when George Bush, like, after 9-11, was like, we're going to blow them out of their holes. And we went crazy over that. We're like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill a bunch of them. That shit happened. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Barack Obama, they say, you know, he killed Osama Bin Laden, SEAL Team 6 and shit. And then he came out and did a fire-ass speech and walked off like a thug. Pimp walked out of there. You know? Shit gets scrambled with this politics shit. You know? This is what the gig is. You, you, You get elected. This is nonsense, by the way, but this is what goes on in my head. You get elected. You do four years. You, you kill people. You go read at schools. Um, you know, some people love you, some people hate you. Then you get out of there, and then you make a whole bunch of money and like 
you know, you become a social media superstar and like take pictures with people and try to do shit and play a bunch of golf. While we're still here, we're st we're still here. I mean, then we got to do it again. Four years later, we got to do it again. That's crazy. The guy that's there, you know, there were there were a couple people, you know, had a tough time in office, you know. The fact that any president, this rant is all over the place, but I think everyone's brains are, are fucking scrambled eggs right now anyway. Uh, I always look at, like, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, and that's another thing that, like, honestly contributes to, like, me staying up late at night. I definitely have insomnia. Um, is JFK got shot, right? Now we're, we're all over the place. JFK got shot, right? How does that happen? Like, how do they not, like, think, like, there would be enough time? Like, you know what I mean? Because here's the thing about JFK getting shot. Abraham Lincoln got shot in the 1800s. We had, like, a hundred and something years to figure that out. You know what I mean? You know how much fucking technology grew from that time to that time? Abraham Lincoln got shot in a, th in a theater of the dude sitting behind him. You would have thought they would have figured it out. You know who figured it out? The fucking Pope. The Pope got shot, and then the fucking Pope got a Pope mobile that was impenetrable by bullets. That fucking guy figured it out. You know? Everybody else is living in a bubble now. Presidents should be in bubbles or like cool bat bat wing shits, like where they just like wave a little bit. Or they should be able to send holograms to talk so they don't, you know. It's crazy if you really think about it. Think about America just as a whole right now. <clears throat> what has changed so much? You know, from when Abraham Lincoln got shot to when JFK got shot. A lot. So and you're going to tell me some dude could just go up into a fucking book depository and shoot somebody from there? I don't think so. Conspiracy hour with Danny. Conspiracy hour. And Trump's going to think this is a conspiracy if he loses. I will say Biden's being a little bit cool. You know, Trump's like, uh, he's like, I don't get this. This is malarkey. I was up by 600,000 votes yesterday. And Joe Biden's just tweeting. He's like, count the votes. He's like, be patient. It's coming. I'm coming for that ass. You know? <laughs> and then you want to know what the big thing is after this is if Trump loses. Be like, yeah, this election was rigged. They're going to be like, oh, this election is rigged. They rigged the election. And then it's going to get proved by as many people as possible that it's not. But they're going to be like, they're lying to us. So you can't win that. But remember Florida? They recounted the shit out of that place. He has a right to a recount. Let him get the recounts. Let them get the recounts. 
But he's going to say, even after the recount, if he loses, this bullshit. I will say, coming out and saying that we shouldn't count legitimate American votes is anti-democracy, sir. That's bullshit. Shouldn't have said that. And I think a lot of people know that. You know? A lot of people know that. So when he said that, I was like, oh, that's anti-American. It's a little bit anti. Joe Biden was like mid-nap. He was like, he's going to fuck this up. Joe Biden's in Delaware. I'm just waiting for him to come out and be like, hello, Cleveland. He'd be like, it's Delaware, Joe. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Hello, Delaware. My home state. Wolf Blitzer, weird looking dude. Weird looking dude. I have been so stressed watching Fox News, watching MSNBC, and watching CNN that after this election, I have vowed as one of my New Year's resolutions is to never watch one of those channels again. Because it's stressful as shit. And they add the music, it's like, it's like, let's go look at Georgia. Spam, bam, bam. I want to be one of those guys that creates music. I would create nicer music for those channels. That shit makes me fucking anxious and shit. That should have just be like, be like, Georgia is up like 45 points. Like I would have like sexy ass girls reading it and shit. They'd be like, Joe Biden's winning by 8,000 pounds. (laughs) I'd be like, all right, now I can watch this. This is nice. You know? Just be like, it's like we got a news break. Oh yeah. Georgia's coming back. Speaking of coming back, here's Barry White. You know what I mean? Like throw it to a song, you know what I mean? That's what I would do. This whole thing of like, can we stop portraying the god? damn election like it's the fucking Super Bowl. It drives me insane. It's like, oh, this place is still 86%. I'm like, oh, what the fuck kind of news break is that? You know? Why are we doing this to ourselves? That doesn't help either. You know? Who the fuck created news music? That news music has to be like breaking news, like well, who created that? Make it sexy. Make America sexy again is what we should do. These guys are so worried about getting voted in that fucking White House that they both forgot to be sexy. Joe Biden came out and his fucking hair was all over the place, and this guy's hair has been all over the place for fifty years. What is up? Mrs. Biden. Run a comb through your boy. Melania. Little bit. Clean the fucking guys up a little bit here. That's all I'm saying. Let's get in the fan question. Scam cam down. See, I could do it too. This is not fun to do, but I'll, I could do it too. All right, here we go. 
I'm going to answer a couple of these fan questions from y'all. Yeah. Huh? Ding. Um, this is from Taylor. Uh, this, now we're into fan questions. Scott, come down. Sorry, I just had to do it one more time. Danny has 85% of the questions in his DM box. See how those numbers come in later. Why does consistently taking meds feel like the hardest part of all? Uh, have to take them in the morning, which means I have to eat before and just makes me not want to take them. Uh, breakfast makes me sick. Um, I kind of struggle with that. Uh, good. Oops. Good question, Taylor. Sorry, Bert. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, you know, I still take medications and sometimes I feel good. Sometimes I don't. It, it, it's really whack, but like. I just know that me, I've tried without medication, and it's just like, it's it's way whacker. It's way more whack. Um, but, yeah, there's some times where I'm like, damn, dude, like, I'm fucking tired. And it's like 1130, and then I nap for mad long, and then I wake up late, and then I stay up late, and then I'm, I, I get into this fucking horrible sleep cycle. I didn't nap today, so I'm going to try and go to sleep. But what's going on in here... I get I get fucked up with the election, so I got to try and practice what I preach a little bit tonight and chill the fuck out. I know my phone will blow up, and I'll get an AP Associated Press uh, notification anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I can't say medication is the right thing for everybody because I just believe that it's not. I think a lot of people uh, can handle their mental health issues with uh without medication me being bipolar uh i don't know if i can honestly because i've tried to get off medications and it just hasn't felt good and i've got past like the weaning phase and you know it, it it's a struggle for me you know what i mean i get very 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 loopy doopy it's poopy snoopy uh, but I get to the point, you know, where I'm just like, now I'm really not sleeping now. You know, I'm, I'm here, I'm there, you know, it's just, it's a little much. Um, but my life is pretty good and I take medication. You know what I mean? Um, is it a hassle? Yeah. But then I think of people that are, you know, people that are HIV positive, they're taking 45 pills a day just to like get like four T cells back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it could, it could definitely be worse, you know? Um, my advice to you is talk to your physician, see if possibly taking them later in the day is possible. Or, uh, you know, I know people that take their medications during the morning or some of them that take them at night or some of them take them midday. You just have to find out what works for your body in terms of medication. That's all I'm saying. Uh, talk to your doctor and see if there's something that you could do. But I know for me, I had to jump from morning to afternoon and then back to like afternoon-ish. Because, you know, medication is medication. It's, it's they're, they're, They do something to you. Okay, this is from Janae. First and foremost, I want to thank you for what you're doing. Oh, thank you. I generally enjoy listening to your cast, and I've learned so much. You are wise beyond your years. I don't think so, but thank you. I went into foster care at age 10, grew up in the system, was adopted at the age of 15. Shortly after, my adoptive family abandoned me too, and I've basically been on my own since 16. Now 20, whenever someone tries to show me love and kindness, I get suspicious of their motives, and I push them away in fear of leaving uh, me first. How can I get past the abandonment issues, fear of rejection, and allow people to love me? Thank you, 
Danny. That is from Janae. Janae, let me just start off by saying uh, you're our, a warrior princess. Um, that's no joke. Uh, I could barely be on my own for 45 minutes, so I can't even imagine uh, the shit that you've had to go through. Um, I, for one, will speak from my own experiences in life. I feel like I am a very protective, non-trustful uh, person. Uh, at times, uh, I could be very, I'm very threatened by the outside world. I'm very threatened by like people I don't know, you know, I always have a question like, yo, was this fucking guy talking to me for? What does this guy want? It's a horrible way to live. Uh, listen, we have things that happen throughout our lives that, you know, twist and mix and craft our personalities for our future. And you have every right to feel that way. But if you know that it's encroaching on your lifestyle and you're you're not allowing yourself to be happy, it seems like. Because maybe you don't f- feel like you deserve to be happy because you've been through so much. You deserve to be happy. So when you get to those situations, allow yourself to be happy. Be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Keep your wits about you, but be, but, but be vulnerable. Allow yourself... I said it on a show before. It's like, dude, being able to like get your heart broken is like something that like I think everyone should experience because then you're like, holy fucking shit. Whatever I did, I'll do differently. Or or whatever I did wrong, I'll do differently. Or whatever that person did to me, I won't let, allow that to happen again. There's the right way to go about things, and then there's the insane, crazy, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend route. You don't want to do that so much in terms of when you say relationships, I, I think that's what you're talking about, Janae. But even with friendships, allow people to know who you really are. And then for me, I have to say that about myself sometimes. I'm like, listen, like I'm very insecure. I'm just an insecure dude. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and that's something I, I still deal with every day, you know, and it's like you have to be able to pull yourself out of those moments. And it's very hard for me too. So I'm speaking to myself as well. It's very hard to pull yourself out of those. What helps me a lot is I say them out loud, the intrusive thoughts that I'm having, you know what I'm saying? So say like, you know, you're a female, you know, if a guy's being nice to you and you probably think like, Oh, this guy probably just wants to fuck me. Odds are, yeah. But maybe he's really nice. Or maybe he just wants to be your friend. When you say them out loud, you kind of hear them differently than when they're going on in your head. Um, But, you know. And another situation is if someone's trying to help you, uh, just along the lines of friendship, no sex involved, none of that shit. Let them help. Let them help. I always think people have ulterior motives. It's a major flaw of mine. But when I say things out loud, I know that they sound a little loopy. You know, put yourself out there. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. It's a it's a it's a it's a human reaction to things to feel like, you know, everybody's out to get you. But like, you know, for every everybody goes through that at some point. It's just don't let it consume you. You know, I'm sorry if that was a long winded answer, but I tried to 
circle the wagons a little bit. Um, this is from Jacob. I haven't read any of these, so I'm just going through. So I'm trying to see which ones. Uh, Jacob, how much for a feature, Danny? Uh, $4,000. And I'll do the hook and be in the music video. Uh, how do you deal with people uh, saying things about you repeatedly that aren't true? This is a great question. Um, listen, people have been talking shit about me on the internets for like eight years. You know what I mean? Um, like my girl and like my girl's family will be like, yeah, like how can you like not clap back? Like sometimes I clap back, but I try to be like comedic with the clap back. You know what I'm saying? Um, Joe taught me a lot about this too. It's like people that are going to go out of their way to say these things, they want me to respond or they want me to, to read that, um, and in the beginning, I guess, of my career, I kind of felt that way. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, uh, this is pissing me off a lot, though. Like, I would try to act like it was cool. Now, I honestly don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's uh, if I allowed these people to penetrate, I can't allow people to have real estate in my mind that don't deserve it. You know what I mean? So it's for me. Listen, listen, let's be honest. Since uh, I'm not on the basement yard anymore, people have said every theory there is and all these things and. You know, uh, there's Reddit forums about me and shit. You know, people have said horrible things about my girl. Like, people have uh, have done a bunch of shit. A bunch of shit. But I don't let that shit consume me. You know what I mean? Even my girl the other day, she was like, how, like, how do you not just get fucking furious? I'm like, these people don't know better. You know? And with social media, people, everybody thinks that they can say whatever they want to you. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm not the toughest guy in the world, but if some people said these things to me in public, I would break their face open. But then I wouldn't. Because I've learned that does not help and or solve anything. Um, Yeah, I, I just take it. I take it. Some of them are funny, bro. Some of them are funny. Some do call me fat. I made that into six figures easy. So... Take lemons and make sh shitty pie with it. That's what I say. You know, you gotta have a you gotta in this business you gotta have a backbone. You gotta just like realize not everybody's gonna like your shit. You know what I mean? I've had people talk shit about this show. People have been like, "Hey, oh uh, yeah, this show sucks." I'm like, "Dude, it's not for you then. It's to help people." You know? And then people come to my aid, which which is great. My fans are the best. The fans of the show are the best. And we're growing this thing. We've only been around a month. I'm having a great time doing it. Uh, listen, some it ain't for everybody. I get it. I get it. But listen, I'm here to help people. That's all I want to do. Good question, Jacob. Uh, this one is from, oh, my God. I don't know how to pronounce this name. Luciana? Lu Luciana. Luciana? Luciana? Lukijana? I'm sorry if I fucked that up. Um, his question is, I'm going to call you Lou for right now. Lou says, I was just wondering if you ever felt guilt about the way your mental health affects those you love and how you cope with that. I struggle uh, with that a lot and could really use your advice. Love you. Bunch of fucking pink heart emojis. Lou. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I'll say it again every day. There are some days where I'm just like, dude, I'm the nicest person on earth. And then there's some days I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. 
you know, and the worst part about it is the people that are closest to us have to fucking go through that. But the beautiful part about it is, is that if that person or that person you're dating or that person that you're is, you know, your family member or your friend or whoever, if they could see through that and see who you really are, that's a beautiful thing. Um, ways that I cope with it is that I try to make conscious decisions when I'm in that, that zone that what I'm doing is affecting somebody else's mental health. So I try, like I said before, to pull myself out. Sometimes I'm unpullable. I'm fucking tethered in that bitch. But pull myself out. Have that many conversation with myself. I said, you know what? If I keep going this way, his or her mental health is going to be affected by me. You know, it's a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? If your mental health is bad, you're going to affect the mental health around the people around you. Have the conversation. Let them know why you're doing that or why you feel that way. Have the conversation. Be willing to say, listen, I th- what you do makes me feel this way in a nice voice. Because in your head, you want to be like, yo, why are you doing this? This, all this clapping, all this shit is not going to help the conversation. But if you said, listen, uh, this is how I really feel. I'm sorry that I'm that I'm saying this right now. I'm just caught up and these are the reasons why. And if it turns out to be in an b- even bigger fight, remove yourself from the situation. People have this understanding that they can't just go somewhere else into another room. Take a fucking breather. Take a shower. Relax. You have to relax. I have to tell myself this all the time. Fucking relax. Relax. That's how I cope with it. The way that I cope with it and the way that I'm going to feel bad is I know that if I keep going down this road, I'm going to affect this person's brain in a negative way and I would not want them to do that to me. They don't deserve it, depending on the situation. They don't deserve it. Chill the fuck out. Chill out. Take that moment to chill. Good question, Lou. Hot bitch. Um, uh, 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 let's see. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to try and keep these episodes between 45 minutes and an hour. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't want to go too long. But maybe if you guys want me to go longer, I'll try and mix one in. But I'm going to be trying to do two episodes a week soon. So I just kind of want to keep the flow and the rapport kind of the same. Um, unless I have a guest and the guest wants to go like an hour, hour and a half, we could do that. We could do that too. But that's more of a, on a guest-by-guest guest basis. I will announce the the next guest right now. Next week's guest is going to be Casey Fry. Uh, good buddy of mine. Hilarious. Multi-talented fucking dude. One of the most talented guys, I think, at just being able to tie all things into comedy, you know, whether it's singing, dancing, acting, all that shit. He's fucking awesome. He's the best. Casey's my boy. Uh... And Casey, yes, I will send you that merch. I promise. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to save. I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more. And then I want to save some uh, because I got a whole bunch. 
And I feel bad if I do a whole bunch of them and like two people don't get read. So I'm going to do a couple. Um, and I'm going to close it off on one more. This guy's name is Zach. And Zach says, hey, Danny, one of the things I've really struggled with throughout life is being afraid to try anything. The best way I could describe it is I'm not necessarily afraid to fail. I'm just afraid to try because I ultimately feel I'm going to end up failing anyway. It's like I have all the pieces to the puzzle right there, but I'm just afraid to put it together. Any help would be very much appreciated. Much love. Zach, you are preaching to the choir, my friend. I will tell you this. My entire life, I've been told that I am very funny. Uh, my entire life, I've been told that I'm very talented at singing. My entire life, I've had other people telling me and believe in, you know, believing in me. And the only person that didn't was me. Um, I've always been afraid to fail my entire life. Um, whether it was school, uh, sports, um, cause I could always fall back on the thing. It's like, ah, I didn't try that hard, you know, but you don't understand is that carries on throughout all other aspects of your life. You're not going to try in relationships. You're not going to try at your job. If you like, if you actually really, really like your job, you know, I've struggled with that too. I'm like, dude, like I got a good gig. Like I need to want to do shit, you know, you know, it's going to cross over with your friends, uh, your family. You know what I mean? People get excited by people that are motivated. That's just that's just what it is. People get motivated by people that are motivated. You know what I'm saying? That's how motivation works, especially in this day and age. Social media and all and all these things, podcasting, TV, all this shit, movies, whatever. You know, you hear these amazing stories and uh, of these people that you know, come from nothing and they do this. Yes, those are very small cases, but people have to understand. It's like, listen, bro, I don't need to be Tom Cruise. I wouldn't want to be Tom Cruise anyway, but, uh, but I don't need to be Tom Cruise. I just need to find my little piece of the pie and chill and be comfortable. See, a lot of people in the entertainment industry or, you know, they they want to be the best thing ever. You don't have to be. Like, people have to understand, like, you don't have to be, man. If you're passionate about something, do it, bro. Just do it. You know, just take time. Be like, you know what? I'm, I haven't given this a shot. I'm going to give this a shot from this time to this time. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I should have made an album eight years ago, but I'm doing it now because I finally am not, I'm not afraid to fail. I'll put an album out and I'll have everybody say it sucks. I know I did it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that our biggest enemy. I think our biggest enemies are ourselves at all times. We're our biggest adversaries every day, every second, every minute of the day. We are the biggest threats to ourselves are us, whether it's through the decisions we make, whether it's through the decisions to, to, keep certain people around us, whether it's we allow ourselves. I allow myself to feel sorry for myself a lot of the time. You know what I mean? And I could always fall back and be like, yo, listen, man, I got bipolar and shit. And like, I try not to do that as much as I used to because I realize there are people out there that have a harder. But listen, I've built myself up to be able to get through that now for the most part. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've built up my character so much that I don't want to be defined by that. I want to encourage people that they can get through that. Um, and to wrap that all into what you're asking and saying, being don't be afraid of what other people are going to say about you, bro. To go back to another question, what people said every once in a while, people are going to say shit that hurts your feelings. That's just fucking how the world works. You know, motherfuckers know certain shit, you know, motherfuckers hurt your feelings. Sometimes you could be in your feelings and then see something and then you'll flip. You don't got to be perfect. 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 I love that fucking sound. People are like, what is that? And I'm like, fucking Street Fighter, you idiot. Um, don't be afraid because at the end of the day, at least you could tell yourself, I tried. That's it. Start there. Start there. And then whatever happens after that, whether it's you want to be in the entertainment industry or you want to go and be the best fucking CEO of your own company, whatever, bro. The world is so much easier to be successful now, even minutely, than it was back in the day with social media. So just try to be the best version of yourself first and then say, listen, I'm going to fucking try. I don't care what this motherfucker says. I don't care what that motherfucker says. I don't care what my mom says. I don't care what my dad says. I'm on some Gary V shit. But listen, Gary V inspires people that aren't inspired. Inspired motherfuckers listen to Gary V and they're like, yo, I did that shit already. Like, I'm already there. He doesn't do anything for me. Get yourself to that level where you don't have to listen to some dude be like, yeah, motherfucker, like, let's get up. You know? Inspire yourself. Nothing wrong with Gary V. Nothing wrong with those guys that do that because I feel like there's a necessary spot for them in this world. But inspire yourself, bro. You know? Inspire yourself. All right, guys. Well, listen. That brings us to the end of this episode. Had a great time doing this one. Um, you could find me, obviously, at Daniel Priori on Instagram and Twitter. Please go check out... Um, one in one life.com for all your wellness needs. Um, also go follow the show at one in one OTC, uh, on Instagram. So, uh, we're like at like 8,000 followers or something. I'm trying to get over 10,000 followers. I'm weird with numbers. I like the way they look. Um, and then, like I said, if I lose 10 pounds, if I don't lose 10 pounds in a month, I will, Give $100 to a random patron selected by somebody else, not me, so I can't cheat uh, and give it to myself or some shit. Um, so that's patreon.com slash OTC pod. Go ahead. You could sign up for the lowest tier. That'll get you an entry. Um, $100 in Amazon bucks. So it's easier for me to give you money. Um, and listen, no matter what happens in this election, Remember what matters. It's family, it's friends, it's your relationships, and your mental health. All right? Your brain game is fire. It's your boy, Danny, and I'm out. Peace.